going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Court of Capes, where your favorite judges rate, rank, and review hero content, including live action, animated, and anime. We've covered a lot of stuff, boys. A lot of stuff. As I've said before, we are becoming professionals. And with that said, you can find us, The Court of Capes, on Spotify and other podcast services around the globe and YouTube. Just look us up, The Court of Capes, and you can find our scrundilyumptious content delicious to your ears because they can taste. It's a thing. Look it up. Anyways, without further ado, let me introduce myself and my fellow judges to you the audience. I am the renegade darkness correspondent Josh Shelton. Alongside of me we have the chaos bringer and our very own MCU conspiracy theorist Judge Brown. I think it's time for some mystical monkey power. Amen. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and we also have as you heard the Conqueror, the Showman, Judge Cooper! Boys, what is the sitch today? Mm. That is a good question. What is the sitch? What is going on with this show? Kim Possible, as we've been referencing today, we are talking about Season 1, Episodes... Oh, I'm going to name them single singularly because Disney was trash... And totally release the episodes out of chronological order in terms of where the story is. Thanks, early Disney Channel. Yeah, they they weren't thinking about it at all. Uh, it is a you could have fixed it Disney Plus, but you didn't. That's true. Nope. They could have, but it is a kids show, and I guess they didn't really think much about it, and or they just wanted to get it off. I don't know what the situation was. I don't know how all that works at all. But, and to be fair, back then, everything was just on TV. There wasn't streaming and people trying to, you know, follow storylines that closely. So That's true. But I mean, like, yeah. that's, well, when we were young, I guess we weren't following storylines. But I feel like people who were slightly older would, like, you know, they would go get up in the morning or whenever the show aired. And, be like, they would sit down and, like, all right, this is the next episode. And then the newest episode, the same thing. And then, <laughs> then they realized... That this next episode of Kim Possible, like, wait, like, we already know all that information. Why is that being like that? Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. They weren't. I remember being especially frustrated or like even just like perplexed when I was a child when I watched the Attack of the Killer BBs episode because I was like, is this before Draken and Shigo met? But it wasn't. Yeah. She just wasn't there. Right. That's true. That's true. Which is something I think we could talk about, you know. Is Draken good without Shigo? Like, it's entertaining. No? That might affect my ranking. <laughs> so, as I said, we, uh, singularly, these are the episodes we are reviewing. Episode 8, 9, 10, 13, 15, 17, and 18. Chaos. Yes. Absolutely. I'm just reveling in it. And, the arbiter of chaos. And not only are we reviewing those episodes singularly, we are starting based on chronological order, which takes us to episode 13. Monkey Fist Strikes. 
which is episode three in the actual watch order. Yeah, yeah. So some of these, some of these episodes actually have information or like produce a story that should have been before some of the episodes we watched in the last batch. Yeah, so. mostly in the mostly in the Camp Wanna Weep episode because like that references the monkey power, and it references obviously the fact that Wanna Weep is a thing that was mentioned in this episode for the first time. Yeah. Yep. So it's absolutely bonkers. They really, uh, you know whatever you want to call it messed up on that one i was going to try to some sort of analogy but i just didn't come up with one yeah did did you guys notice that the animation wasn't as good in this episode because it was one of the earlier ones yeah like the first five episodes the animation's a lot rougher yeah yeah and uh yeah you can see it, it we did watch uh amv after after the presentation and i could tell animation differences as I said before, so yeah, yeah, yep. you, can, you can tell animation differences just in these. Uh, but I mean, once we clear season one, like it's it's all really solid. Yeah. Clear, clear to clear. All right, so let's just dive right in, boys. Get our stoppable uh, senses tingling. Monkey fist strikes episode thirteen, according to the Google. The Google. Um, it is Ron must face his fear of monkeys when he meets up with Lord Monkey Fist and his army of monkey ninjas. So, definitely not a fear that I expected him to have because half the time he looks like a monkey himself. But <laughs> I think that's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that probably is just the joke itself. Um, so, it, it was funny. My first point literally was just something simple. As as I said, this show is difficult for me as a reviewer in com like compared to what I'm the way I'm used to reviewing. Um, so, uh, my first one was just basically that that baby eagle that she rescues is the most adorable thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was so freaking adorable. I didn't know it was an eagle at first because honestly, it didn't look much like an eagle. It looked more like an owl than an eagle, but it was still adorable. Kim Possible is the most wholesome character we've ever had on this podcast. Ooh, that's that's a hot take, and I don't know that I agree. Wholesome character, and in, in the fact that she has a heart of gold and she's going out and saving baby eagles. And helping people from avalanches, and she's just a great person. She's, a, she's also kind of a judgmental jerk sometimes, yeah, though. Yeah, and she can be really snobby sometimes. Hey, people with hearts of gold can have flaws too. <laughs> oh well, no, I think she's way better for having the flaws, and I enjoy her flaws. Exactly. But like in terms of like pure like main characters, I mean, come on, Tanjiro exists. Yeah. I mean Tanjiro. I mean he that boy only... literally. That boy literally weeps when he has to kill kill demons. Yes, and, but he does uh, kill. Yeah, that's a good rebuttal. I'll give you that. Yeah, I was thinking we Tanjiro. Need to rank the main characters in in order of wholesomeness. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> with you. I think Tanjiro would be number one. I think he he literally has. All right. Well, okay. Okay. I think that Optimus Prime has a good stake too. True. If we're considering him the main character. Oh. 
I don't know if there is really a main character of Transformers Prime. I mean, I would argue Optimus. But, yeah, it's debatable. Yeah, I mean, All right, who's more wholesome, Optimus or Tanjiro? What's your argument for Optimus's wholesomeness? <laughs> That's true. Like, what, what does he do? I mean, he's an well, amazing I mean, he, leader, and he... He believes in justice and always fighting for what is right. Like, I mean, obviously, he's, a, he's kind of a warrior leader. So, I mean, he's probably done some sketchy stuff due right. to war. Yeah. And there were times where, like, he flew off the handle and was, like, was about to take out Megatron, you know. True. Which would be no. totally justified. It's war. Yeah, but definitely war kind of does lend lend it to being morally more morally great. So, okay, he's definitely not number one. And I would okay. de- probably put Kim Possible above him, too, in terms of wholesomeness. I agree. Um, what about Beck? Where's Beck going? Nah, Beck, nah. Beck... He he does some sketchy stuff. Yeah, yep. nah, nah. Beck Beck's not on top of the list. He might be four, actually. <laughs> which kind which kind of makes that show you better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, All right, so he's four behind. So Optimus is three. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, I can say Optimus is three. Now, where is Tony Stark? Yeah. Well, I mean, we uh, st- we, ha- we still have Batman, Tony Stark. And um, and, oh, uh, and uh, guess, Tatsumi. What, what, what about Wolverine? Would Wolverine be the? He's the closest thing to a main character X Men's got. He does have his own episodes, but no, I, oh, oh, Wolverine I'm not, I'm not would be at the bottom. Scott the main character. I feel like Scott and Wolverine get fairly equal screen time. Yeah, yeah I, I still think they like based on all the characters we've described. I feel like they'd be at the bottom. Yeah, in terms of wholesomeness. I mean, Scott wants to literally disintegrate somebody as soon as he gets angry. <laughs> He's giving it to the wall. He grabs the glasses, man, every time. Like, I will, I will, I will obliterate you. And, and right, Wolverine's right. just like, I'm pulling out the claws. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yep, that's true. Although, I would I would argue that Tatsumi is at the bottom. Really? I, I thought Tatsumi was an assassin. He's an assassin. Yeah, but we talk. This is in war, like you know. This it's is much more morally ambiguous than Optimus there's Prime. There's a though. whole, there's a whole joke where, not a joke, but like the characters are like, where Tatsumi's like, "Oh, I can be a good assassin," and they're like, "No, this is illegal, and you're being a horrible person. You're a murderer. Yeah, yeah, you're being murderer. He's literally murking people. Yeah, no, he's at the bottom by far. <laughs> he's yeah. in no, tier. But is it oh. not war? Well, yeah, but like everybody in that show is a bad person, on balance. Yeah, they are. It's but just some, some, are, different, some are reprehensible right? people. But no one's. He, it's different than war, in my opinion, because they're they're creating a rebellion and they're murdering people. Okay. If General Esdeath is in love with you, you're not a good person. <laughs> that too. I think that... she loves him because of his purity. Like, Tanjiro, not Tanjiro, uh, Tatsumi. Tatsumi is basically the Punisher. (laughs) I don't know about that, man. (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. He's going, taking the law into his own hands and and murdering people. He he is not morally good or anything. No, no. he, He is using it for justification. But also, you know, the goal in mind, not saying the ends justify the means. But, you know, the goal in mind to save his village and all that stuff, you know, is... 
hey, Punisher has some great uh, justification too. Yeah, but he literally well, has no ends in mind. He literally just obliterates because it's in the name of justice and vengeance. Mostly vengeance. Yeah, mostly vengeance. I would like uh, to start the bidding for Tony at second to last above Tatsumi. Because <laughs> he sucked. Yeah, and he's selfish <laughs> and he's arrogant and he never gets any better. Yeah, and yep. it's not like charming like the MCU Tony nah. Stark at all. Can we can we have a special election to put Pepper below uh, everybody? Yes. Everybody, yeah. she's, she's at the very she's in the bottom. basement. She will never get out of the basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's at the basement with a ton of mutants guarding. Her. Racist. <laughs> oh man! Uh, wow. Where, where, where are we sticking, Bruce Wayne? That's the thing. Is like. I don't think I ever saw a sketchy decision by Bruce. Yeah, Rowe. he was pretty much a Boy Scout. Yeah, he was. Especially right this form of Bruce Wayne. He was... He'd probably go at like two or him, three. Yeah, I would put him as high as two. Yeah, I, yeah I, I'd agree with that. Above Kim? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kim has Kim shows more flaws than he does. Yeah, he was, he was literally... He was squeaky an, clean. Utter, yeah, for real. Hmm... Uh, the only time he did something is he ditched a date. <laughs> I mean, that was it. And that's just standard Bruce Wayne behavior. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't argue with any of this, really. I mean, I mean, he was kind of a jerk to Batgirl at first, but that's because she was, like, not trained by him or anything. But... And also, like, 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty justified. So, yeah, based on what I remember about the Batman, I would say I would put him at number two. Yeah. All yeah, right. So let's see all. if I can remember the list here. All right. Tanjiro at number one. Yeah. Uh, Bruce yeah. at number two. Yep. Kim at number three. Yep. Optimus at number four. Right. Uh, Tatsumi at number five. No. No, no not Tatsumi. That. Sorry. Uh, Optimus. No, no Optimus, Optimus is four. Is four. Where, uh, we, where, uh, where do we put Beck? Yeah, Beck, 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 five. Beck is five. Okay, Beck, Beck at number five. Um, then Wolverine. Then Wolverine slash Scott at number six. Oh, Scott. Then Tony. Then Tony. Then Tatsumi. Then Tatsumi. And then and we're just throwing Pepper. Pepper Potts at number eight. <laughs> number negative infinity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is a horrible person. She going to the bad place. It's that's so for sure. sad though that we're canceling so hard because of one episode, but what she was doing was not acceptable. Absolutely canceled. <laughs> Without remorse. Alright. So we totally went on that random tangent, but it's building upon the Court of Capes lore. Right? There is much, much lore at this point. There and is. I love it. And that's that's one of the main reasons to keep coming back. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait where are we put Ryan O'Brien though? Oh, oh, he's number. He's probably number one point five. Number one, Ryan O'Ryan coming in at one point five. Heck yeah! Uh, the I'm guy was just following orders. I'm I'm proud of you, Josh. That that's good. That thank you for remembering him. Oh man, I can't forget Ryan O'Brien, man. Can't Never forget. Him. All right, <laughs> so back to episode thirteen. Monkey fist strikes. Um, I, my next one was, does anyone take a guess at how, how old Wade is? And, uh, 
that was just from then, and then turns out it was revealed in one of my next episodes, actually. Um, so we know the answer to that. Wade is a super genius at 10 years old. Is that younger than you expected? Yes. I thought he was like 12 or 13. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's I, I always sitting in a chair, so you never know how big he actually is. But then when he when his hologram shows up in a later episode, the dude's he's tiny. Yep. All right. <laughs> so my next point is is literally a question. Is Monkey Fist more entertaining than Iron Fist? <laughs> yes. I, I, Josh, okay, tell me this. Are you pro-Monkey Fist? Am I pro Monkey Fist? Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. Yes, yeah, I, I love Monkey Fist. Goodness, I'm pro Monkey Fist. He's such a goon. He really is, <laughs> and like the whole biological like like changes he did to his body, I'm like, yo, that guy's committed. <laughs> Every oh. time he like whips him out and he and he goes and he says something like these, <laughs> that kills me. Kills me every time. Yeah, these I, hands. I, I kind of was, yeah, true. Do you see what I had to do to get these hands? Oh my gosh! But like, so and like never, and like not even to mention the fact that his birth name is Lord Monty Fisk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I um, I thought it was really interesting, like his design, and I looked at him and was like, "Yo, that dude has a hairy neck. Like something's going on." Like. <laughs> Yeah, like big hairs coming out of his neck. So hashtag like, Ron was right. Yes, <laughs> hashtag Ron was right. He sure was. Which brings me to my next point. Ron Ron got kung fu powers, but yeah, he did. Did like I don't get it. I didn't really see it, but he didn't really keep it in the show. What happened? Well, they actually do explain that later on. Ah, see that. That's lame. And they also make jokes about how it comes and goes. Really? <laughs> you know, it's it's really finicky. Okay. All and right. like it's also it's also like I'll, I won't spoil it, but I'll give a little tease where it's it's very much tied into how much duress he's under and how crazy the situation is. Ah, so his powers are pumpkin basically. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh but yeah those are all my points as i said it's difficult for me to review this show as a reviewer but i thought it was fun entertaining the show mostly has just been like a really fun show i do compare it to something similar to the way i i like like you know uh batman the brave and the bold or just just a show that's more casual i do appreciate they're starting to add to the lore Yep. A little yeah. bit more. A little bit more. I, I think that I think that I speak for all of us when I say that this batch of episodes was a market improvement overall than the last one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. A, 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 with one uh, aside. But. Well, yeah. There was there was one that was just like, eh. Yeah. Kind of forgettable. But yes. even then, I didn't think the lows were as low as last time. Yeah. <laughs> Dean and Amy. Oh, Dean and Amy. I, I like that a little bit. Why Why did I like that? Oh, the music. They had good music <laughs> during the lab scenes. Well, and, and we got some hilarious parking moments. Yes. Yeah. Which is, which cra it's crazy how, like, this happened to, like, there was so much barking in the first, like, seven episodes, and there was, like, none 
aside from yeah. a couple scenes in this one. Yeah, yeah that's true. One scene. He definitely gets his time to shine later, though. Wrong. Oh, yeah. So, did you guys, uh, were you surprised to find out that uh, Kim was the hologram with Ron? Because I had forgotten about that. Uh, I kind of, well, okay, well, obviously it was a giveaway when she wouldn't press the button. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was heavily telegraphed. But as soon as, like, sh they mentioned the hologram, I was like, oh, they're going to do the, the cool bait and switch. And I still liked the plot decision, despite the fact that it was, that it was, like, easy to read. Yeah, it was yeah. a little easier to read because they kept pushing it and she's like, oh, he really wanted to see the hologram. I was like, oh, the holocam. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I knew she was off as soon as she started talking as the hologram, but I didn't put it together until like until it was revealed, and I was like, "Oh, that's why she was so off." Oh wow! So JC was... just living in the moment, man. I appreciate that, JC. Yes, I I'm shocked about how much I've forgotten. <laughs> well, no, I didn't necessarily remember that that Holocam was even in this episode. Oh yeah. I just kind of remember the broad strokes of like, oh, this is the one where Ron gets monkey power. Right. Yeah, same. Monkey power! I, I, I will say, there's one episode here, or one or two episodes here, where I remembered almost everything beat for beat, so... Oh, yeah, me too. There, there are a couple of these in here that I watched over and over. Yeah. I remember <laughs> nothing. I've uh, never seen it before. Heck yeah. I think it all just depends on which ones Disney Channel decided to play more often. It's well, no, I, for me, it depended on which ones I recorded and watched over and over again. Because oh. we had BBR. Oh, my There's... gosh. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Shall we move on to the next episode, Attack of the Killer BBs? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. Okay. Let's see here if I can bring up an episode description. You know what? It's going to take too long. So I'm just going to say that this episode is about... Uh, mainly Kim's dad. He kind of gets his own episode here. Uh, not fully, but he is kind of one of the stars. And we get to see a little bit of a backstory with him and a Dr. Drew. But we'll get into all that. So, basically, the episode starts out, Attack of the Killer Babies, with Ron needing to join an extracurricular activity. And I love that there was this joke where I was like, he can't get in shape to be a mathlete. Yeah. That was <laughs> He's like, can't get into shape. I was like, what? Like, okay, Josh, here's something I'll recommend for if you're like hurting for points the next time. Just like write down like two or three of the funniest jokes. Yeah. Because that's, that's what I do pretty much for all my episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And usually they're Ron quotes, obviously, because he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, Ron quotes are at the top. So... So, I mean, I, I don't know if this is, like, a hot point, but this is where something clicked in my mind, JC, um, uh -huh. when they were having this discussion, because I literally wrote it down, too, and I was like, I thought Ron was a mascot or something. Like, isn't that an extracurricular activity? Right. And here comes the point where we should have watched this episode before another one. Yeah. So, yep. like, so, like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, does he need another one? I'm really confused. And then we had to wait till, you know, he presented it. But yeah. Yeah. Because he decided. Yeah, honestly, the, the biggest disconnect for all of these episodes is like Ron being a mascot in some of them and not in the other. 
that's like the biggest like plot thread that's like oh it's all over the place mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so he decides in this episode that he wants to be the middleton mad dog and no one including kim is on board with that idea yeah <laughs> bad kim bad kim get the squirt bottle absolutely love support our friend his quote as mad dog though in and sink or swim where he said i can't hold back the mad dog came out to play <laughs> yeah my favorite ones this is basically going to be a recurring theme throughout this but it's basically like in which episode is kim the bad friend and which episode is ron the bad friend <laughs> dang true you ain't wrong yeah i ain't wrong brother but I guess it's pretty realistic, so they have that. Or it's either that or one of them's going through a crisis. Yep. But, I mean, that's high school for you. That's high school. <laughs> but, yeah, so the next hot point for the episode is Mr. Possible's talking on the phone, and he just kind of launches a rocket. And he's pretty <laughs> chill about it. He's so casual about it. Yeah, he was super <laughs> casual about it. The guy was like, oh, leaned on a button again? He's like, hey, yep. <laughs> oh look, the military surrounding it. Ah, <laughs> uh, love Mr. Possible. So yeah, uh then we get to see the BBs abducting all of Mr. Possible's college friends. And then Mr. Possible tells the story to Kim about how they all laughed at this man named Drew, who turns out to be a younger version of none other than Dr. Draken. Draken yeah. origin story. Hey, that was pretty cool. I like seeing that. Um, I did kind of know about it, though, because I did a little bit of research. Um, Josh, stop Josh. I'm sorry. I'm Bad sorry. It was like I was looking up the ages. You know, we had the whole age situation, how old Shigo is and, and Kim ah. and everything and stuff. And then there was a question underneath that, like, why is Dr. Draken's skin blue? Um, and then I clicked oh. that, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, in season three, it's revealed that one day he just turned blue. <laughs> and gosh, that is that is probably my second favorite episode of all time. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right, you can continue. But yeah. Uh, but I, I just love it that his name is Drew Lipsky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Drew Lipsky yeah but my only other point is that I thought it was very fitting that the BBs turn on Draken because he calls them perfect and they're like yeah but you're not perfect so you can't command us <laughs> yeah um... alright we got we gotta we gotta open up we got we gotta turn on the interrogation light shine it on Josh for a second yep Josh when you saw them BBs they do anything for you <laughs> No, honestly, I, I thought the BBs were pretty lame. A little too robotish. Yeah, but as a villain for the episode as a whole, I thought they were lame. They were like, right. they were meant to be exciting, I think, but it just wasn't doing anything. I agree. I definitely agree with that. They are overall lame. Yes. I will say their one cool feature is when they vibrate and then they move really fast. That's cool. Pretty, yeah, pretty that, cool. Was, that was kind of cool. And you could see, like, the after image effect thing. Yeah. Um, That's dope, but, but they also went down way too easy. Yeah, they did. It, 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 and I didn't feel threatened by them at all. Like, watching it, like, they they just didn't, like, the, everything about them could have seemed threatening, but for some reason, they weren't. 
Yeah. I think it's my dream. Okay, here's my dream that I would that I would prefer almost anything else media wise, like almost anything, is for Disney Plus to pick up a new season of Kim Possible and give it the Samurai Jack treatment, where they let them go like hard PG thirteen. Yes. Yeah. Like freaking like BBs are like thrusting through people's like throats or something. Yeah, I I I I totally would like that because I I think it was the fact that it was a kids show that was really limiting what could be a scary oh, natural. Um, element within the show, but it just... And I mean, they tried important. with this episode with, like, the BBs sneaking up on the... I think it was um, Dr. Chen. Yeah. They tried yeah, to be a little scary. Yeah, the, the red eyes in the dark, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, so, they freaking brought back Proud Family. Give us more Kim Possible. I know. Why would... Uh, uh, yeah, so Curtis sneaking on that. The first ever petition I ever signed in my life. Oh, you poor sweet boy. Was for Kim Possible season five. Bless your soul. Nice. Nice, JC. Oh, Mine was by. for a Young Justice season three. So, I mean, there you go. Heck yeah. I mean, I remember as a boy thinking, all right, so, episode, so season four came out in 2007. So season five is going to come out in 2009, right? <laughs> right? Because I think there was a two-year gap between seasons uh, three and four. Ouch. The sad thing oh. is Young Justice did get a season three. Hey, just yeah. stop talking, Josh. <laughs> so maybe it's possible, JC. I mean, Disney Plus is doing so much. Who knows? They might. What do I got to do to get that Soul Stone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there's hope. There's hope because they just released a couple of years ago the Disney Channel original movie for a live action Kim Possible. Okay, that's that's the question. I think we should put ourselves through watching that. <laughs> I, I have watched it. Oh, I have not. I refused. Really? Because it, it looked painful. Ooh. It, it wasn't as bad as some of it looked. Oh, that sounds bad, JC. Okay, okay. That okay. sounds if we're gonna bad. Watch it, if we're going to watch it, I refuse to have that be the last piece of impossible thing stuff we watch. <laughs> if, it's the... if, if Josh and all of us agree to renew it through the end of the show, we should watch it in between seasons three and four. So we have a full season buffer to experience the goodness of impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's possible. I'm going to think about it. Yeah. It would be like, you know, the opposite of the Batman and Batman versus Dracula. Because Batman yes. versus Dracula was the best content of the Batman out of all of them. Right. So Yeah. And the movie is its own like rebooted version of the show. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not canonical. Yeah, it's not yeah. an extension of the canon. Right. Alright. Um Yeah. So, All right, did, two did questions, more... JC. <laughs> two yes. questions for the live-action movie. One, is Shigo in it? And two, is she played by a child? <laughs> she goes in it. She's played by an adult, and she's one of the best things about it. Is it a mid-30-year-old adult? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something so, that. I mean, we know she goes in between the ages of 20 and 40. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what the actress's age was. 
gosh. Um, uh, honestly, I really, I really like the informal discussions on these episodes. All right. It oh, pleases me. Right. Oh goodness. Okay, how is this even possible? Why am I looking? Oh, <laughs> why am I looking at the rating of this? What the film? <laughs> yeah. So the 2019 film Kim Possible, an action adventure comedy, um, was had a 3.7 out of 10 for IMDb. Ouch. But a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. How is that even possible? That's amazing. <laughs> because anything is possible. Oh, there, are, there are only six reviews on the tomato meter for that. The audience score has 250 plus reviews and is uh, at a hard 28%. <laughs> the people have spoken. <laughs> okay, okay. So the actress, Taylor, Taylor Ortega who played Shigo in the movie, is currently 32 years old, which means she was approximately 29 when it was filming. Sounds about right. Yeah. Late 20s, that's, that was what I said, I think. I think I said 25 specifically. Yeah. And a 29-year-old could totally play a 25-year-old easily. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, that is an interesting choice for Dr. Draken. I don't even know how you would do Dr. Draken. <laughs> Really, because sure. I mean the the like the whole the whole fun part of him is is like his animated look and and behavior and stuff like that. So it's it works pretty well. Okay, all right. So uh, do you have any points? Uh, more points on Attack of the Killer BBs? Because I have one last point for it. Go ahead. That, uh, so apparently Wade has them all chipped. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So he's like, yeah. he's basically a younger, way more smarter Ned. And they kind of look alike. I guess that's why I put it together. Guy in the chair. He's the guy in the chair, but like, really, uh, really good. He's Oracle. Good one. Yeah. Basically. Kind of. Yeah. I don't know how Wait. he constantly is like there on the chair does he sleep on the chair oh he he lives in his room like he th that's a whole thing he doesn't leave his room yeah that is uh sad and and, and kind of disgusting but yeah <laughs> the boys live his best life leave him alone yeah no hate on wade but I would say, like, like the best part of this episode was the fact that we got to see a flashback, because I locked them flashbacks, um, yep. uh, of Dr. Draken and Mr. Possible getting a little bit of an origin, and I like that. I love how he had no idea that <laughs> he was her father. Yeah. That yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it plays on the... the the, the narrative of like someone who's extremely book smart but like unaware of the situation because he's right he's a genius but he's also unaware of like what's happening around him a completely lot of times. yeah yeah and it, it's fun that like all the scientist buddies kind of had different like um stem focuses True. like obviously there were the two guys who were both astronomers yeah and, and then there was uh dr possible who was like a rocket engineer and then like Draken is more of like a robotics engineer, mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. They were the posse. 
that betrayed him. I mean, everything, all of his actions are fully justified. Let's face it. <laughs> yes, oh. completely. He's number one on the wholesome scale. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, shall we move on to mind games? Mind games. Mind games. All right. So, basically, um, some shenanigans happened, and a bunch of people switch brains. That's my official uh, Judge Cooper summary of this episode. Brain switch! All right, first off point. We get a fun twist right off the bat, because they get a call from Dr. Draken. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, he has a country accent all of a sudden. <laughs> Turns out he has been switched with Leotis Dobbs. Yes. And uh, it's it's uh, some fun hijinks. Um, then um, they're... We, we kind of have a little bit of tension with Kim and Ron in the beginning where they're kind of saying how easy the other person has it. And Ron has the amazing line of, try the demands of raising Rufus as a single parent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. Oh, Ron. Another tiny bit of lore that we need to keep track of is uh, we find out that Ron is Jewish. Yeah. And believe it or not, Josh, that comes back in like a full featured episode. I did not pick up on that. Yeah, but he, asked, he asked for the kosher meal. Oh, yeah, that's right. I thought he was just saying that as a joke because he didn't want to <laughs> just, eat whatever. Just to be a jerk. Well, just like because he didn't want to eat whatever he was given. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fair. I, yeah, I remember that. He's like, I called ahead uh, for the kosher meal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And um, so they, they go to the desert to investigate uh, basically Draken's distress call. And Ron kind of just trips and falls, and like the lair reveals itself. And Kim's like, "That's dumb luck." And he's like, "Not no, dumb luck, Kim. Dumb skills. Dumb skills. Dumb yeah, skills. Buddy. I loved that line. That was a good one. I so wrote good. that one down. <laughs> and then they switch brains. Kim and Ron switch brains. Wildness. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's pump the brake. Let's break it down. Let's, let's break it down. Let's pump the brake, guys. All right. So, what around what age were you guys watching this show? Oh, definitely prepubescent. Oh, dang it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Down and something else interesting happened in the episode, and I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. Professor Dementor will be a villain that appears. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So basically, he even has a rivalry with somebody. Yeah. Why? So he was he was the one who previously owned like that timeshare layer. Yeah, yeah, I remember it because he called and he's like, "Nope, he's not here anymore." Yep. And I, I thought it was really funny <laughs> that Draken blows up the layer, and then she goes like, "Wait, you're just gonna blow it up?" And he's like, "I'll just lose the security deposit. Deposit, it's fine." <laughs> I also love that there was a big self-destruct button. Yep. They're always very, using, it's a layer. It was very uh, precursor to Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Yes, and he was like, Shigo, hit the self-destruct button. And she's like, gladly. <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed it very much. Fun up. Hmm. Okay. On to... We really... <laughs> Ready for some royal pain? Royal pain. Okay. According to Wikipedia, 
Kim allows the snobbish prince of Rodigan to hide out in Middleton for protection, and he winds up running against her in the school election, which is complicated by the arrival of an organization bent on overthrowing the Rodigan monarchy. Nice. That's a lot. Yeah, there, there's a lot going on. That, that sums up pretty well, actually. So, guys, let's talk about weak link Wally. <laughs> All right, right off the top. Better or worse of a character than the secret agent guy will do? Do we like him more or less? I feel like he was the same. <laughs> it's, it's a very similar tier. It is. I liked him a little bit more just because I thought he was more outlandish, and that made it a little bit funnier. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a little more outlandish. I did like the, the like the very end where he was like, I'm going to stay here throughout my turn because I like, you know, the whole you know, the whole thing. <laughs> I, I like democracy. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I, so I guess I'd put him a little above Will Do. Yeah, the man had character growth, unlike Will Do. Yeah, that guy sucks. But anyway, carry on. Okay, so we got a tale of knights versus kings in this episode. And I appreciated the flashback. I'm sure you did as well, Josh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I like I like flashbacks that are a little more relevant to um, the characters. Hey. We... What? Don't, don't you complain about this flashback. Uh, okay, 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 okay. What could be better than the knights of Rodigan? Yeah. <laughs> You got what you wanted, Josh. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, basically there was an evil king in the past and the knights vowed to take him off the throne and now the descendants of the knights are still trying to destroy the monarchy. Generations later. Uh, so basically, Ron was a bad friend in this episode. Because when Wally comes to America and to Middleton High, he decides he's going to run to be class president against Kim. And Ron just sides with him, even though he was Kim's campaign manager. Mm -hmm. Just jumps ship. However, I can make this argument now or later. Oh, boy. Just get it over with. Okay. It's not in defense of Ron or anything like that, but this is possible that kim might drop one ranking in the wholesome content or the wholesome character rankings list she resorted to taking down wally's posters at night and replacing them with her own perfectly justified perfectly no yeah, it was not justified she was a sore loser <laughs> He was a jerk, and she, in my opinion, that increases her wholesome factor. She was putting <laughs> a jerk a jerk prince in his place. Would you agree with me, Curtis? Absolutely. Oh, Thank my you. gosh. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no, she was being sneaky, and she was being a sore loser. I did like the hair tied back, though. Yeah. Good look. It, it wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. That was a good look. <laughs> okay, so next hot point is a quote. Kim's like, thanks so much for letting me use your lab, Dad. And he's like, well, what's federal funding for? <laughs> that was awesome. 
Uh, so, yeah, uh, basically, like we already talked about, Wally wins class president by 998 votes to 2 to 0 against Kim and Brick. Yeah. And he apparently stays to be class president, but I don't know if we ever see him again. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Do you have any recollection, Curtis? Mm, what did you say? If Do you know if Wally, Wally again? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to say yes. I think we do. Okay. It's not like all the time, but I'm oh. pretty sure he, he comes back at some point. Well, that's not the worst thing in the world. Definitely not in any kind of main character capacity, though. Yeah. I, I wish almost that this had been the last episode so I could have made a joke like, and now we have our third main character. <laughs> But unfortunately not. But yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say. Uh, so, Coach Barkin was blonde in this episode. Yeah. yeah. It was just another side effect of the first few episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, also, democracy is bomb diggity. <laughs> Freedom! Freedom! Someone start playing the national anthem. Heck yeah! Well, yeah, that I already said what I was going to say about this episode. You know this this episode exists. <laughs> yes, yeah, it does. But I'm okay. also going to say I don't think it was the worst of the batch. No. Really. Yep, it's not on my bottom. Actually. Nope, me neither. Me neither. Fascinating. In fact, let's move on to the twin factor. <laughs> All right, so the twin factor. Where is it on this? All right, when Dr. What the heck? I think someone messed up in writing this. Have they misspelled Dr. Dragon? No, they didn't smell it. They didn't misspell it. They didn't misspell it. It says, when Dr. Stop Dragon's plan. What? I don't even know where they were going with it. All right. All right. Uh, when, okay, I'm just saying this. When tasked to stop Dr. Dragon's plan to target influential uh, chip coincides with Kim's responsibility of taking care of her terrible twin brothers, she is forced to take her twin brothers on a mission. Alright, so, my first top point was, oh my goodness, this episode is about babysitting the twins. What did I choose? <laughs> I can see how you would have that reaction in the beginning. What episode did I choose? And then my second point was, oh, wow. Wade has aced high school and college by the age of 10. The dude is a straight-up super genius. Like, but did they say smart. He, didn't they say he did all that in eight months? Yeah, very, 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 very short period of time. 
Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next top point is Hickabicka Boo Hoosha. Or Hoosha. 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 <laughs> Curtis, um, we got to start saying that back to each other. Yeah, we do. Hoosha. And then, so, so, so much happens, or like, with kind of within this episode. I thought it was funny, Dr. Draken. A mind controlling Shigo, kind of, but then you ask the question, Curtis, if I ship the two, and this definitely defies that. Like, no way. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of an ethical violation, as they mention in the episode. As Kim Possible mentions in the episode, which then brings me to my next point, which is something that happens at the end of the episode. Uh, she mind controls her twin brothers. <laughs> and says nothing says bedtime like a little mind control what yep. like she was totally willing to cross the line just for her brothers to sleep kim possible is not a wholesome character ladies and gentlemen perfectly wholesome <laughs> i would have done the same thing no, I no you well, wouldn't have jason I, I, I consider myself a very ethical and wholesome person the tweebs deserved it yep oh my gosh. perfectly justified in fact, she should do it every night. Oh my gosh, you guys are killing me here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, um, it was interesting to see the twins uh, at, on screen, because honestly, the only time we had seen them on screen beforehand was like at, at the food table. Yeah. That was literally it. That's all I got to see them, and then then it was revealed that they were geniuses then. So I was like, okay, cool. They're really smart. So I guess they get that from their dad or their mom because those are, I don't know if their mom's considered a genius, but she is a neurosurgeon. So pretty genius. Yeah. Yep. She's pretty smart for sure. Um, but, uh, as I said before, Royal Pain was not the bottom of my list. I thought this episode was pretty mid. Wait, 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 wait. So you put this below Royal Pain? I did. Actually. That's a ludicrous take. No. That, that no. is ridiculous. I was, very, I was very underwhelmed with this episode. The only, fun, the only funny part literally was... Like the whole Shigo thing, and then when Shigo found out and like was yelling at him, that was like the most entertaining part of this entire episode. I like this episode a lot. Yeah, I thought this was a good episode of Kim Possible. It was mid. Okay, okay. So you already Just know the rankings. Re this is at the bottom of my list. Oh my word. Just for this quote alone, this episode got so many points for me. The boys did something, and Kim's like, I'm about to become an only child. Yes. Yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. Josh. And I, I, thought, I thought the boys themselves are actually pretty funny, all things considered. Because usually they would be like, th this kind of trope would be annoying. But like, I thought they were pretty funny. I thought they were awesome. And they were, they were had the whole arc with their portable device that no one thought they could do. Yeah, that's true. They saved the day. They were valuable members of the team. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. No. I do have a question, though. The fact that they were on screen just kind of made me want to just, like, 
look at my phone. <laughs> Josh, no. All right, Curtis, I'll ask you this because I don't think Josh knows. Uh, Jim and Tim, red or green? Which one? Do you have any idea? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm pretty sure Jim is red and Tim is green. Pretty sure. I have no clue, but I will take your word on that. And I already and I already forgotten what you said, and I'll never remember again. <laughs> um, no, I I think actually my favorite twin moment is I think actually is during the brain switch episode. Oh, where, where he where they were like, oh, I want to switch brains with you. He's like, why? What would be that? No one would notice. He's like, that's the point. And he's like, I like <laughs> it. I was like, okay, that's. <laughs> That is probably my favorite twin moment. It, not anything that happens in this episode. That was a good moment. So yeah, I feel like that you guys don't agree with me, but I feel like I got the 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 lower end picking that episode. Yeah, but you drafted it. Yeah, no, I yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't get I didn't get pooped on. Like if JC had uh, picked this episode or something like that. I, I would have totally given you that episode knowing that it was a good one, trying to make you happy. And just like with Transformers Prime, you would have just been like, no, I hate this. <laughs> hey, no, it's the fact that you, you gave me none of the smokescreen episodes when we had established quite far in that I loved smokescreen. And I was looking, I did this all in one night, remember? And at that point, I was still very anti-smokescreen in my memory of him. And I was trying to give you good episodes that you'd like. I didn't think you'd like smokescreen, so I gave you none of his episodes. Oh, man. Smokescreen was top tier. I gave you the, I gave you the Scraplet episode where the Transformers are getting eaten alive. And it's so dark. And you were just like, this is a filler episode. I don't like it. It was. Shot. <laughs> Smokescreen was going to be the next Prime. Get over it. <laughs> Never. Yeah, we got robbed of that. Yeah, we did. That would have been <laughs> such a cool arc in, like, way outside of normal Transformers territory. Like, I will say, I, 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 I will say, I, I wish we could have seen what they would have done with that. I do. Anyway, animal attraction time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Curtis? What? Animal attraction? Oh yes. I apologize. I was trying to find find out what which which are Jim and Tim and I was wrong. It's the opposite. Oh, Jim really? Jim wears um let's see. Um <laughs> Jim wears green, Tim wears red. Alright. So like So here's how we're gonna remember it. Oh, Tim no, wait, Allen is the Santa Claus and he's red. Oh, I was gonna go better than that. Tim Drake's Red Robin. I don't know, man. I would take I would take Tim Allen as Santa Claus over Tim Drake as Red Robin. I think he'd win in a fight. <laughs> no, I, I'm just I'm just saying for JC here. for JC to remember Tim Drake as Red Robin. I Hey, hey, Tim Allen, Buzz Lightyear, Santa Claus, that wins. I'm yeah, sorry, Buzz Jeff. Lightyear is yeah. green. Come on. No, that is lame. Uh, no, I'm sorry. All right, let's talk about animal attraction. 
<laughs> Basically, uh, everybody everybody takes a fun uh, quiz that's a mix of astrology and personality tests, and I'm into it because I'm into that stuff. Honestly, we gotta <laughs> find this animology quiz. Like, I want to. Oh gosh, <laughs> we gotta find it. And when I was watching this whole thing, I was like, Curtis would love it. We gotta find this quiz and take it. There had to have been a, some kind of promotion at the time, where like some Disney Channel magazine or something had like a tiny version of this. There had to have been. Playing it. I refuse to believe. All right. It. Uh, it oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think I found it. <laughs> I think I found it. I think I did too. I think right. it's on the wiki. Oh, okay. Really? I didn't look on the wiki. I looked at what's called ronstoppableproboards.com. Ron Stoppable's really neat page. And it has the questions. There are, uh, it looked like a huge book, but this only gives us, only gives us 27 questions. Yep, that's what I found too. Okay. And there's, and there's, oh my goodness. And so there's a total of, uh, a lot of, holy freak, there's a lot of personalities. Yeah. There's oh. like 32. This is totally fan fiction, but I don't care. <laughs> I know, it's so great. Oh, this sounds this sounds so cool. So you can be a mixture here. So there's AF, which is silver and red wolf. That is so awesome. I think we have to take this quiz, guys. We have to take this quiz. Okay, next. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take this quiz after like later, and then next time let's talk about our results. Like do like a ten minute segment talking about our or fifteen. I'm totally down. <laughs> I can't believe we just became Kim in this episode. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh. Like at question 15, do you believe in the saying an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Hmm? Oh man. I, I gotta pull an all-nighter to think about that one. <laughs> oh my here's another one. And not at question nine, you buy some ice cream and a kid comes up to you saying he's really hungry and has and hasn't eaten in days. Your reaction will be to stick the ice cream in his face and run away, to ignore him and eat your ice cream, to give him your ice cream, uh, to think he's lying. Mm. These are so random. Oh, oh, we we get to question four, which is what uh, senior senior junior brought up. If you were a tree, what kind would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Where do they get these questions? I also love that this is a blog from 2007. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was at 2007, posted 7:09 p.m. Wow. Okay. Oh, they have a a link saying this is perhaps the original. What? Ooh, ooh, animology. Oh, here. 25 questions. Question four. Yeah. Interesting. There's so many. How can they come up with so many, pro, like so many different personality types, though? All right. So, so he he was pink sloth, right? Yeah. A social outcast. Yeah, pink so sloth to see. You are an outcast, a follower, socially inept. You're the lowest of all animology, mainly because you smell of overripe fruit. Overripe fruit. Yeah. Soulmate <laughs> is silver badger. In conflict with Tawny Mouse. 
I don't know. Ta Tawny's a color? Yep. I've never heard of that. Ta Tawny. Hmm. And this is so wild. This is so wild. Anyways, let's get back to the episode. This is totally <laughs> something random. All right. Animal All right. Attraction. So, Animal Attraction starts up and... We're back with Senor Senior Senior. I love this man, and I love his son. They yep. are uppity and ridiculous. And when they make their escape, uh, Triple S says, Until then, be well! And then Ron just <laughs> remarks, Bad man, good manners. <laughs> ah, love them. And then, animology. And yeah, basically what we said, they took the tests. Or at least Ron did, and he was like, uh, it tells you who you are. And then we go back, and Triple S and SSJ get kicked out of their billionaires club. <laughs> because apparently getting into fights with 15-year-old uh, girls is uh, not something you want to do as a billionaire. True. Wait, did, did, was she called out as 15? No. That was my headcanon. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, then... Well, I mean, it's a little uh, easier to, to say, right? Does she say what grade she's in? She's Is she a sophomore? No, but I do know for a fact that she is a senior in the last episode. I mean, the last uh, season. Right. Because the last episode's called Graduation. And she can't be a freshman because she's already the cheer captain. Correct. Right. Right. Gives us two choices. Yeah, either a senior and, or a junior. And, and she's probably not 16 because she's not driving yet. But Ron is driving, technically. He had his, like, moped thing. I don't think you True. need a, a permit or a license to drive one of those. Josh, shh. <laughs> I'm just saying here, all right? Because this has been this has been a, a question we've had this for you know the whole time we've been talking about it. How old are these characters? So far, hmm. we only got one age clear or two, but they're the same age. The twins and Wade are both ten. Yeah, and they're all three of them are geniuses, but apparently they are. You know, there's level of genius and composure. But yeah, so Ron is a pink sloth. This <laughs> is the lowest of the low. Smells of overripe fruit. And uh, he's like, you know what? Screw anabology. And then um, we go back to Triple S planning with his lovely son. And he says, world-class villains are known by disproportionate revenge. <laughs> Which is fun, because he's still talking like a billionaire. Um, <laughs> then Kim gets obsessed with the test. And she's a blue fox, which is the highest of the high. And uh, let me just take this moment to say Kim's parents are adorable, because they take the test and they're compatible, and that's cute. Yep. I'm pretty sure that every single time I think of the word soulmate, I think about this scene. Aww. Like, it's it's linked in my mind with that term. That's cute. And then we learn about what I assume is Josh's favorite song of this entire show so far. The Mini Corn Dogs. <laughs> oh Our Mini gosh. Corn Dogs are man's best friend. 
Oh gosh, the mini corn dogs. <laughs> I would have tried uh, a mini corn dog somehow. I was about to say this. I feel like this this appealed to Josh specifically. I like. <laughs> I really wanted to try those mini corn dogs just to see what they tasted <sighs> like. Because first of all, he called it a sausage, a breaded sausage. So mini corn dogs in the states is mostly uh, like a hot dog, like you know, surrounded in some form of bread. Yeah. Right? Um, but then there's the breakfast corn dogs, which is more of a pancake batter surrounding the sausage. So I kind of expect their corn dogs to be like a kielbasa type sausage, ra- like, you know, with a breading around it. And I like, I want to try that. I don't this know. Is a, this is a surprisingly deep mini corn dog conversation. Hey, I'm a foodie, bro. Even though I've yeah. been dieting, I am, I'm a foodie. I explore food. <laughs> like literally, this is this is a total um, little intro into my life or like opening into my life. <laughs> I, I I um at like this podcast has affected me so much to where everything I come across, I review it and I look up ranking. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. I literally review everything and like compare oh it. And I mean, our whole discussion, JC, when we we're at the picnic, remember, was like talking about foods and like what were the best and like top three snacks and all that stuff remember like that that was a fun discussion it was it was a super fun discussion so i went on like a a date with this girl uh, about like a week ago and i got an impossible burger they had an impossible burger there which was super surprising because it was like a entertainment amusement place like with go-karts and stuff and arcade and stuff like that so I was really surprised they had something like that. But I found myself vocally reviewing the burger. <laughs> like, no joke. You just like, pull out a recorder. You're like, recorder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, legitimately, like, the bread, the consistency, the size of the pickles, all of it. Like, I have no idea why I was doing that. She's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And my podcast, I guess, has affected me. She did listen to a few episodes, actually. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You, you, you just, your response to her was, the good people want to know my reviews. <laughs> they want to know. Yeah. I told her, though, I've been thinking about, like, starting to review foods and stuff like that and recording it. Because um, I feel like I have a good palate in terms of uh, food and and understanding good food but anyways anyways i want to try the corn dogs i want to see what corn dogs in the kim possible world we need to come up with a like an actual name of the possible world possible poss- possible verse no po- the kimiverse kim kimiverse no no i feel like possible is like the really too many syllables it is We'll think of something. Stop it first. Stop. 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 I don't know. I don't know. But I want to try the corn dogs. All right, move on. But anyway, Let's move on. anyway uh, with with the corn dogs, I, I remember <laughs> being a little kid going to DisneyChannel.com or whatever and playing their online games. And yes, me too. Because I, of course, didn't have <laughs> any actual game systems, so I had to go to disneychannel.com to find entertainment oh yeah yeah i mean i played some of their games too and i remember there being like a game about i think rufus eating corn dogs no, that's <laughs> great. 
I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Man, childhood memories. <laughs> All of them are coming back with this show. So yeah, um, all aboard the corn doggy balloon. <laughs> yeah, that's what they ride in, and then we meet Mister Corn Dog. I think his name is Pop Pop Porter. Yeah, <laughs> Pop Pop, Pop Pop Corn Shrimp. <laughs> but that's that's a different episode. But yeah. <laughs> but then um, he's like, "Yeah, all these corn dogs are gonna go to waste unless somebody eats them." And then Ron. And Rufus down some dogs. Yes, yeah, they did. Heck yeah. And then uh, we cut away, and Senor Senior Junior is the yellow trout, which is Kim's ultimate match. That is so cute. Oh my gosh. Gasp. I, I, I love SSJ. He's hilarious. Yeah, he is. And then. Basically, they get trapped because uh, Triple S um, has what? No, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> Triple S has basically uh, stolen the freezing device that they freeze the dogs with in order to get back at the Billionaires Club and just freeze the whole island, which is a which is a level of petty that I can respect. Yep. Like because... what? What an amazing, stupid plot. Because it's one of the rules of villainy. Exactly. You must have revenge. Yes. Yep. Um, and so to get out, they're like, oh, we need like something sharp. And let me tell you, that scene where like R- Rufus is forcing himself to eat the corn dogs was unsettling to me. <laughs> Poor guy. Like it might have been the sound effects, but like, man, he was he was like down on those glizzies, man. That was <laughs> Honestly, I can't one. get over that word. I really can't. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know, like, I, I did not know that people called them glizzies until, like, two years ago. <laughs> I feel like we all learned that two years ago. Yeah, it, it, it must have been, like, TikTok or Instagram or something where people were, like, reviewing food. And there's that guy who has, like, the re- the announcer voice. It's like, oh, you you know, like, talk about glizzies. And I was like, what? What did you just say? What did Wait, you say? That, that's another word for corn dog. No, no, it's not hot, hot dog. Oh, I didn't and, like, know that. A meme that goes around is like um, the guy who like wins all the hot dog eating contests. He's like the glizzy gulper. Yeah, <laughs> which oh. is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like huh. people call him the people call him the throat goat. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so glizzy is another word for hot dog. Well, I'm two years late in learning this. Well, no worries, JC. I feel like we were super late, but or maybe everybody else was. We were. No we were part of the Glizzy community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For I mean, for like thirteen years, my Glizzies were Big Franks. So. I'm, yeah. Yeah, they were. And they're still top tier. I mean, they're still the best. Big Franks yep. are right. Yes, they are. All right. Uh, last hot point. Um, Junior to the rescue. He saves Kim because he realized that she is his blue fox. So adorable! Oh my goodness. We love to see it. And it this was. was a fun episode. It sure was. So, I think I shared my thoughts on Senor Senior Senior and Senor Senior Junior. Um, 
in the first batch of episodes and that I thought they were kind of underwhelming. I didn't really yeah. like them very much, and I, I kind of stuck to the trope that Dr. Draken and Shiko were the best eps. Um, this episode turned it around. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was feeling like, I know, because I asked you guys, like, I feel like you know a lot more about them, and that's why you like them so much, because, and you and yeah. you revealed then that there are episodes, like, they will become main villains, like, throughout the show. So I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I get that. Like, I get it. And this was, this was, I feel like, a much better episode with them. Like, much, much better. Both of them were at, at top tier in terms of Kim Possible. I liked him a lot more. Here's the question, JC. Yeah. This is just anecdotal because, like, I don't actually remember the answer. Are Senior 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 and Senior Senior Junior the second most villain appearances behind Draken and Shigo? In your mind, mm. is there anybody that you would think would even come close to having more than them? I mean, who are your, who are other contenders? Like, I feel like Duff Killigan only has a few episodes here and there. Like, he's yeah. not he's not that he's, big. Oh, Mon- Monkey Fist is probably up there. He might be number two, actually. Monkey Fist definitely could be. He was the other one I was really thinking. And I feel like Professor Dementor is on the same level as like Killigan, probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so definitely uh, Monkey Fist. and Amy pops up from time to time. Yeah, she's pretty seldom, though. I don't know any of these people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think it's probably between Senior Seniors and Monkey Fist, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And the so, so you'll be seeing more of them, Josh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I like Senior, 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 and Senior, Senior, Junior in this episode. They they for me they definitely shot up as level up. Villains. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like it was so funny. Like when Senior, uh, Senior, Junior was um, taking the quiz, he's like, "Oh, what what tree am I?" And he's like, "Are you the kind that kicks you out of the Billionaires Club?" <laughs> like, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> He was so in Oh, and I also love the quote where he was like, um, if I haven't properly educated you in villainy, then I have failed you as a father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. So so this retroactively makes I think the upper other episode a little better. And, yes. And Heck the, yeah. the whole trope of Ron Stoppable giving him the idea of becoming a villain. Like yep. it's it's all on Ron <laughs> kind yeah. of uh and it's like all on ron that they almost died um yeah yeah so. ron set them down a dark path that they just don't get off of yeah a dark yet very entertaining now, path. here's the question the question is is the fact that he picked up on monkey fist being sketchy before anybody else did does that kind of give him a little redemption i think it was just because he has a a fear of monkeys and you know the guy yeah but either way he was right Yes. Oh yes, yeah. He was, and he basically did that on his own in a way. Yeah. You know, he did. I mean, you win some, you lose some. True. Yeah. And and in my opinion, Ron didn't need redemption because the other two, you know, the senior seniors, they are fully in control of their actions. Ron. That's true. Ron. Ron suggested. Ron was kidding. Yeah. What's that? 
Ron was just kidding around. He exactly. was just kidding around, but he did implant the idea. Oh, yeah. But he's not accountable for them. Or is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Shall we move on to the last episode of our review, All the News? Yes. Let's do it. So, basically, I, I didn't really like the Wikipedia description. So, all the news is I basically can, all about Ron being a reporter for the I school can, paper. I can read the Google one. Yeah, what's it it's, say? It's very, it. it's very short. It just says, Kim faces the wrath of a popular TV star, Adrenaline, when she inadvertently reveals that her extreme stunt show is a fake. Nice. That was, was that? that was... Was that better? Much better. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, basically, my favorite scene for this episode was Ron going to the editor in chief of the school paper and trying to get a spot, and her just hardcore shutting people down. That was amazing. I l- I love that his his first idea was uh, that none of us will ever use math, and he's actually pretty much right for most people. Yeah. <laughs> And and his next idea was uh, about semicolons being irrelevant. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll throw a semicolon in there just to be like, I learned something in school. Oh yeah, and and I'm never a hundred percent sure that it's supposed to be there, but I have yet to be shot down because of it. So same, I'm just gonna same. keep doing. It. I know that it always works in front of however. It's semicolon mm. however comma. I have well, that never. It, doesn't it separate two really? independent clauses? I, I always use just a period and then going into however. Nope, you're doing it wrong. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that is not technically perfect grammar. For, for syntax. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> no need to be sorry. I, I now know what's right. I mean, I've just been doing it. I have a master's degree and I didn't know that. I mean, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> it happens. It wasn't. It wasn't a master's degree in English. No, no, it wasn't. I would be. I feel like I'd be a boring person if that was the case. What? <laughs> Ooh, Josh just slammed English. <laughs> yeah, destroyed him. Put him in the same category as bald people. Oh my gosh! English majors have always been too picky. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, this is nothing about English majors, but. One of the English teachers in my high school, she apparently spent an entire semester on commas. Whoa. Wow. I mean, that, that, I'm, that's like taking the pause to another extreme, you know? <laughs> to be fair, a lot of people are really bad at commas. To be fair. Yeah, it's very true. But I've heard from many people that she was insane, and I'm glad I didn't have her. And apparently, apparently she talked about me. Because I had a reputation in school, and I just don't like that person. But that, we're, we're, we're just move on past that. Okay, here's what I will say though: <laughs> I think every person should have at least one year where they have an English teacher that's way too harsh with their grading, because it turns you into a better writer. If I didn't have like a brutal English teacher in high school, so like I had to work for that B, then I would be like half the writer I, I am. Had to work for that B. <laughs> Yeah, that's not something I usually say. Oh, yeah. man. Now, 
I, I think you're right, Curtis. I think that would be helpful for people. But I would think it would be better like junior or senior year. Not not super early um, when you're like trying to figure out your whole identity in high school. <laughs> you know? Well, no, it, I, I had I had that teacher uh, junior and senior year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like junior or senior yeah. year, I think is the best times to have a teacher like that. Yeah. Uh, I did not. Um, but like something my high school really prepared me for in terms of English is like we did a lot of public speaking for our English class. So there you go. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. See, I got, I had a perfect, like my favorite teacher of all time, uh, AP composition, junior year English teacher. He was very particular with his grading, but he was also the kindest, most, amazing person in the world who was super fun like one of our assignments was to watch in class uh star wars episode four and rhetorically analyze it like nice what a cool guy dude my analysis of that film would probably it depends on what kind of analysis we're talking about here <laughs> because i could like that that film there's so much like so much references and everything like that and that film is crazy well it's more you know, like analyzing the work for itself, not anyway, <laughs> we'd have to get into rhetorical analyses. Uh, shall we get into all the news? Mm-hmm. Give me that news. Yes. So this is the episode where Ron gets to be a bad friend. Yet he was pretty awesome throughout the whole episode. Mm. come on i feel like Rod kind of being a reporter was like pretty awesome pretty sleazy yeah i mean he was sleazy, but it was extremely entertaining that's fair entertaining wasn't my favorite ron episode i don't know i didn't it, like it that much this one yeah i i wasn't feeling right oh, no, this this episode was super mid for me Ah, no, 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 no. See, Josh, Josh, I ranked this at the bottom of mine. Oh, Yeah, this was at the bottom of mine, too. Thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. JC, I hope we have the same list. The the Uh, whole trope, like, it would be super cool. Like, I just want to grab onto something that, like, is interesting about character and have that continue on. With consequences throughout the whole show. That's what I want. And so, Dude, I would I would not be happy if anything carried over from this episode. <laughs> Me neither. I like, this is all forgettable. All forgettable stuff. Yeah. So, with this episode, Ron misquotes Kim by saying that she thinks Brick is hot. Yes. And that just sets everything off into this whole chain of events that was all pretty forgettable. Uh, there's this TV star, Adrenaline. Haha. She has a pun, pun name, though. Yeah, pun her. name. Uh, who's basically a fake. She's faking stunts that are making kids almost kill themselves, like Jim and Tim. Who yes. basically almost killed themselves by jumping off a roof with using yarn as a bungee cord. <laughs> yeah, not quite genius. <laughs> yeah. So, 
a very positive thing is we get to see Kim's sweet jetpack. Yes. So that was... That was sweet. A ah. cool moment. <laughs> JC, you're struggling to bring up points with this episode. Come on, man. It was a fun episode. And then at the very end of the episode, Brick dumps Kim because she tried too hard by oh, saving. Oh, man. And there's something real about that. Like, if a person sees that you're trying too hard early. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, they usually dip. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought the Ronstoppable, like, whole, whole conversation with him in the school newspaper editor, she's like, give me something good, you know, give me something it actually like, you know. I liked her, I liked the energy she brought, and made me like the energy Ron brought to something outside of Hint, just, you know, his usual stuff. Hey, I'll say that that was a great scene. I loved it a lot. I actually recorded it and sent it to my friend who was the editor of our school newspaper. And I was like, yep, this is how you ran your paper, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Also, something completely random on a totally different topic. Brick's last name is Flag. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you Flag. all pick up on that one. Yeah. I was like, so uh, is this guy uh, like a knockoff of Rick Flag or something? Like, I'm pretty sure DC uh, ripped off Brick Flag. Oh, uh, Brick! No, Rick Flag was first introduced in the comics in 1959. Yep, they traveled to the future, saw Brick Flag. And, uh, <laughs> yes. Off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> those uh, uh, those tricky DC guys. No, I mean it's possible that a writer on this show is a DC fan and reader. Just saying. Could be. Could be. It, 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 it very well could be. You know, I mean, we, we even got uh, a character who is not like Wally West at all, but we got a Wally, you know. True, true. Um, that's about all I got. I mean, in, in a way, Kim Possible is like a teen version of Batman, just not dark and brooding. <laughs> yes. And we got the sidekick who is kind of, you know robin but not i don't know i don't know it, it, she has her parents so i guess that's different <laughs> it, it, oh wow yikes I, I will support these dc comparisons if it helps you like the show josh I, i'm just saying it's possible because i mean brick flag rick flag i mean come on now come on a little yep. straight up you know but yeah so i i thought it was really a really good episode actually you might be intrigued on where i have all the news in my rankings um i thought <laughs> i love the energy that adrenaline brought to the show she was like absolutely bonkers but it was fun for me to see um and uh i might have liked her less than dna me oh no 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 and i, I loved when uh the the pop papa porter um pop porter was like my pop popcorn shrimp as oh my god <laughs> i thought it was freaking hilarious when he said that he's such a funny guy 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I I just thought that Ron Stoppable becoming a reporter was actually super intriguing, and I literally wrote this. Why is Ron Stoppable becoming a reporter the most intriguing part of the show? What? What is wrong with you, Josh? Dude, nothing! <laughs> nothing! No I absolutely like just watching, love the idea. That is literally me watching, like, The Dark Knight and being like, wow, I'm really interested about this subplot with the Russian ballerina. She's the most interesting character in this movie. <laughs> no! <laughs> you stupid. I'm just really stupid opinion. stupid. I'm, I'm sick of having the no, kids with you. No, not at this all. I'm new dumb. to all of this, and this is... Not the typical show that I approach to review. I'm telling you. And and Ron Stoppable, I loved the energy so much. Like, he can, like, divert all of his energy and being funny and witty in his own way as a reporter. And it would be great to see. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think he would be such a fun reporter. And he was. Um, other than being a sleazy fan to Kim... Um, but still, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Well, I'm glad that this episode was made for you, Josh. All right. <laughs> Shall we get to our rankings, boys? I mean, are you ex are you intrigued to see what I have laid down? I'm just, the only thing I'm intrigued about is if me and JC have the same list. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, Josh! What what do you what do you got? What are you bringing to the table all here? All right, all right. At the very bottom, boys, we got the twin factor. Damn. All right, stupid. Move on. Yeah, <laughs> I was not a fan. I don't like them really much characters that much at all. Yeah, no. And it's sad because I always I said before, like in the last batch, that the best episodes were Doctor. Draken and Shigo episode, and this was kind of a Doctor Draken and Shigo, but way more heavily leaning on the twins, and I wasn't a fan. All right, six Attack of the Killer BBs. Meh. As I said, like there was fun parts about it. We got a, a flashback origin of Doctor Draken, which was pretty cool, but that's probably the best part of the episode. Um, oh, and Ron sneaking in to uh, the like little chamber area. He he totally got me with being the dad and not being the dad. Like you know what I mean, the whole mask thing. That was fun. Yeah, I thought that's cool. Which would make him a really good reporter because he can sneak into areas. Yeah. Um. At number five, we got Royal Pain. Um, yeah. I don't know how much different my list is than your guys. <laughs> I can't believe that's above Attack of the Killer Babies. Oh, man. Yeah. I feel like they were both the same. Um, I think I just put Royal Pain in differently. Actually, I might switch those two. Yeah, it's possible those two could be switched. Yeah, because I didn't write much for Royal Pain. All right. Next one up, we got Mind Games. Uh, yeah. And then at number three, we got All the News. At number two, 
What do you guys think my number two and one are? Uh, what do you have left? So Animal Attraction? Monkey Strikes Fist and Animal Attraction. You know, the, the two that's left. I mean, I hope Monkey Fist Strikes is number one. <laughs> All right, Curtis? Mm, I don't think Monkey Fist is number one. That's all I'll say. Curtis would be correct. Monkey of course. Fish strikes at number two and animal attraction at number one. I mean, we got personality tests. We got senior or senior, 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 and senior, senior, junior, like becoming really good villains, like going from zero to a hundred for me. Um, we got core dogs, core dog songs, like the whole deal. I liked it a lot. I had a lot of fun. Animal Traction, number one. JC, you want to go next? You want me to? <laughs> I can go ahead. Go ahead. Call me. I think I think we definitely at least will be close, Curtis. We're going to be close. Yeah. One of these times we'll get it. Maybe, maybe now. We'll see. So, number seven for me. All the news. Bad episode. Not oh, great. Gosh. Number six, Royal Pain. Yes. Yes. Not perfect. There's a little few bumps in that road, but it's pretty serviceable. I think, here's the problem, JC. I think we're going to have the twin factor in different places. I oh, hope we'll not. See. We'll see. I think we will. All right. Number five, Attack the Killer BBs. Yes. Correct. Okay. Okay. And. Hey. and the twin factor is hard because I've moved it around a little bit, so I, I don't know. But I put twin factor at four. No! Ah, Jason, where did you you're, put breaking, it? you're breaking my heart, Attica. Where, where did you put it? I put it at number three. Ah! It's, it, ah. I started this discussion with it at number two, actually. But it went nice. down. So, if you keep that in mind, it was the average, so. A... Okay, so then I have number three, Mind Games. Then, of course, Animal Traction and Monkey Fist Strikes. You know, we were we were a little more, a little bit more different with our top four. Really? Okay. Uh, obviously, bottom four, bottom three, the same for me. All the news, Royal Pain, Attack of the Killer BBs. At number four, I had Animal Attraction. Ooh. I really like that episode. I think that the top four are all incredibly fun ones for me. Yep. Um, number three, I have the Twin Factor. Number two, I had Monkey Fist Strikes. And number one, I had Mind Games. Interesting. I thought, I thought Mind Games, Stem to Stern, was probably my favorite Dracom and Shigo episode up to this point. Hmm. I like it. That's a good list. But boys, shall we do a little draft? Let's do it. All right, I will be reading off the episode titles. All right, starting with the first episode, Monkey Ninjas in Space. <laughs> then we have Low Budget, Coach Possible, Pain King versus Cleopatra, Kimitation Nation, Ron the Man, and October 31st. Who has the first pick? I believe, I believe you do. 
Yes. Oh, saucy. And I believe uh, I am how, second and Josh is third, right? How nice should I be? <laughs> no, uh, I, wait. Did, I, feel like, I feel like I can get my number one I pick thought, the second time around, though. I thought I was first the first time, and then I became third, and then that would make me second. Well, I was... Was I second the first time? No. Yes. And then you were first this time, this past time. That's why you had three episodes. Yeah, I know I was first. For some reason, I thought I was third originally. Because I thought I'd let both of you go first. Curtis, do you remember? Mm, That's I know very I'm first possible, pick. though. Well, I'm fine going either second or third. Yeah. Mm, how much is JC going to remember? Uh, I'm torn between what I should pick. I think I can get a steal, though. <laughs> so with the first pick, I will be choosing Ron the Man. Okay. So I guess I can go... Hmm. I'm actually going to go with what you said was the season finale, October 3rd. Dang it! Dang it! <laughs> that was going to be my first pick. But I thought I could sneak around and get it at the back end. Mm, not today, sonny boy. Not today. Hmm. JC. Let's go monkey ninjas in space. Hey, solid pick. Um, I'm going to pick... Kimitation Nation. Ah, I was going to pick that one. Hmm. So it's between... Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Pan King versus Cleopatra. Dang, I wanted that one. <laughs> hmm. All right, what is left? Coach low Possible budget. and Low Budget. Hmm. Let's go Coach Possible. Dang it. I got hosed on this draft. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely hosed. I get the friggin' Frugal Lucre episode. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, but my. I did get Ron the Man, and I'm excited about that one. All right. <laughs> well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Our thoughts on, uh, well, very different thoughts on Kim Possible, the second batch of episodes which was pretty scattered but our next episode will be about the last bit of episodes of season one we will have our very first season finale boys of kim possible i mean we'll see i'm kind of like the more we review stuff the more i want to like see how finales really hold up and they turn out um because some shows they've been good, some may be good, some may be not. Yeah. You know? Well, as I said, we are the Court of Capes, where we rate, rank, and review hero content. You can find us on podcast services like Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast services, uh, including YouTube as well, if you wish to uh, view us that way. Please, if you listen to us, find your friends, bring them on over here. Let's talk about 
Kim Possible, if you wanted to bring up other stuff about other shows, you know, just leave a comment on our videos. We would be glad to talk about whatever it is. Just have some fun, guys. Let's just have some fun. But it's getting pretty late, so let's... Sun's getting real low. Sun's getting real <laughs> low, big guy. There's, there's only one thing left to say. Hickabickaboo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Court is adjourned.